0: Because that man had said to God God if you want to save me and you want me to go to church let me see something at the house of God I ain't never seen he said here I come up the road and that guy's looking at the top of that telephone pole and said he's having the awfulest fit I ever seen a man have and said God said there it is he didn't even park in the parking lot he left his car in the road And run into the house of God. And that brother didn't even see him go in. Didn't know he'd even got saved. Didn't know nothing about it. You say, preacher, what's that got to do with the message tonight? Well, here in chapter 2, if you'll stand for the reading of God's word, I'm not going to hold you long. I'll have to finish this up Wednesday night, I'm sure. Somebody said, "Uh uh-uh, they're wanting the rest of that other message, ain't they? Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? Now, they stirred up something there, didn't they? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, He was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets, and thou, notice this, Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not, the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Ain't no wonder this king was upset, right? Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently. What time the star appeared? He's trying to get zeroed in on it, ain't he? And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again. That I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, They departed into their own country another way. Are you with me? When they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be there, notice this, be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Now listen. Then Herod when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and all the coast thereof from two-year-old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. You see, there's a span of time there that is spread. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, and Ramah was there... Voice heard lamentations and weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. They're dead. But when Herod was dead, behold the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph of Egypt saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel for they are dead which sought thee. Young child's life. Are you with me? Say amen. He arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father, Herod, he was afraid to go thither. Notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the part of Galilee and he came and dwelt in the city called Nazareth that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. Chris, that's the blessing. Father, bless the of your word, Lord, and the man, found on you, and the Lord tonight. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to preach to us just a few minutes on worship. I could not. Just read a verse or two. You had to have this whole chapter to get the picture. There's a lot of things that's went on here that a lot of us do not understand and have not taken into context with what is going on. First of all, our Lord and Savior was born. The star appeared. Wise men were following it, they were seeking where he was. And then the king asked of them, when did it appear? See, that's the reason he asked. Because if he didn't find him, he was going to kill every child in that span of time. So we see that these things have taken place. But we also see that God is fulfilling the word of God. You say, preacher, how's that? Did you notice he said that was spoken by the prophet? These things had to be accomplished. To they, they fulfill the word of God. So we see that God's hand is moving in this story. Now let's go back to verse number 2. If you'll read there with me. It said, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Wise men coming to worship him. Then you go down in verse number 8. And the king said, I want to come worship him. See that was a lie He wanted to kill him He didn't want to worship him And that made me begin to think About a message that the church needs to hear Why did you come? Now listen to me You think that Satan don't send some To kill the service We've talked about it here tonight, and we just ain't nailed it down. Even good, God-fearing Christians can kill the Spirit. Can kill the Spirit. We've heard it testified here tonight. We argue with God when God says, go do it. Well, did he not say to you and I to come into his courts with praise and thanksgiving? How many came in here tonight with praise and thanksgiving in your heart, on your lips? We might have had it in our mind, but did it ever make it to our lips? The wise men said, we've come to worship him. The king said, I want to come and worship him too. But there was two different motives. One was wanting to kill it, and one was wanting to praise him. (laughs) Now let me help you. This is just ground level tonight, so I ain't going to get real deep in it, but it'll probably be deep enough for y'all. They came, they left, and they worshiped. Not only did they worship, but they gave gifts. Now let me show you the difference here. The one that was seeking to kill it just said, bring me word back. You know how I many people's killed church service by just staying at home? Help us tonight. Thank God. Listen, we have got it to where we can put it out over the airways and that's wonderful. But that's not an excuse to stay at home. Amen. The king said, you go find him and then you bring me word back. In other words, you go do all the work, all the effort and then just come back and tell me I want to go worship him. I want to go kill this dude because they done saying the king's been born king of the Jews come on now that's where my blessings come from hello Jewish people are a blessed people Amen. Amen. the blessings of God are upon them this king he was afraid that they would begin to worship Jesus and forget him Did you notice that the king died? (laughs) See, God knew that he would never worship Jesus. Let me help somebody tonight, whether it's here in the auditorium or on the airways. You know why you're not dead tonight? God still has hope for you to be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. He wants you to truly worship Him. But it's going to take some effort on your part. God is not going to peel the roof off at your house and dump it in your living room. You may be able to get our services and you may be able to be blessed. You might even get saved in your driveway or in your old truck somewhere. But when you get saved, you'll want to get to Him and worship Him. you want to be there to where the joy of the Lord is... Because he said, bring it into the house. But we don't want to give that effort. (laughs) Let Beardy sing all the songs. I just want to get in the gravy bowl. Well, maybe Beardy likes gravy. I can tell you right now, I know that man likes gravy. He'll eat it if he's got a biscuit or not. He'll put it on taters. He'll pour it over eggs. I know he will. What I'm saying is, somebody needs to get up and give some effort in the worship. If you're going to worship God, you're going to have to seek him. You're going to have to seek him where he is. And it's going to take an effort on your part to get there. Wait just a minute. Let me deal with this section. May have to unhook right here. The effort on your part is, number one, you must be born again. You cannot worship God being lost. Herod could go there, but he could not worship. Because he wasn't where he ought to be with God. Second of all, you have to be in the right place in your life. We've heard it testified here tonight, and it's true everywhere. Every life in here, more than likely, has had a span of time when you were out of the will of God after you got saved. I don't care if it wasn't but one day. You were still out of the will of God. Some of us, me, I, it took me 20 years. You all ain't Hensley's. I know you all got in quicker. It took Hensley's a lot longer. They had to suffer a lot more. Because they were stupid. I'm talking to me. So I can talk about me. Hello, I wasn't born this ugly. I worked hard to get here. Why being stupid? Out of the will of God. So we see the wise men. They made the effort, they made the journey, they found him. One thing I want us to see before I close tonight they were following the right thing. I've always marveled at that, Chris. I I've I drove thousands and thousands and thousands of miles and I see the stars moving through the sky, but they all move together. Sometimes you think, well, there's one moving by itself and it'll be a plane or something. Now listen to me. I don't know how long they were at the king's house, but it was days, I'm sure. And that star was waiting on them. Can't you see this picture there in the king's house? And they said, we've seen his star. And the king looks out in the window and says, yeah, it's still right there. They leave the king's house and that star begins to move. <laughs> that blows the theory out that it was a spaceship. I mean, it didn't hang around three or four days and say, okay, let's hover on over here. God in heaven said even the heavens declare his glory. If God wants a star to shine upon his son, guess what? They're going to be a star shine upon his son. It was leading those wise men. Second of all, we need to understand, we need to be following the right signs. Hello, I'm going to hurt some feelings. I don't care. We've got so many jumping ship and running with every new age movement in the world. What's wrong with the old ship of Zion? What's wrong with the old fashioned Holy Ghost heaven sin, sin killing way of worship? We have forgot how to worship. The Bible said the worship is in. Listen, it ain't in how you're dressed. It ain't. You can put a lost man in a $500 suit, he's still lost. So it ain't in what we're wearing, it ain't even in these rooster tails on the back of my head that needs a haircut. That's fender skirts on a 55 Ford, in case you didn't know. That don't make you saved or lost. What were they following? They were following the sign that God put in the sky that had already been prophesied about. They'd already read about it, knew about it, and the king didn't. So you need to follow the right signs. Not every hip-hop movement, that comes through. And thirdly, and this is probably the most important, when they got there, They worshipped. You know why? Listen, let me tell you something. There is a difference in who you're worshipping. Kenzie said it today down there at the Chinese place. She said, Papa, that fat man over there, not talking about me, (laughs) talking about Buddha. I said, yeah, that's who they worship." She said, I don't worship him. She said, I worship the real God. I said, that dude wasn't nothing but a fat man. That's all he was. A fat man. He was not God. He is deader than a doornail. He has no power. He has no future. And he has no hope. And even a child understands that. So they got there, they saw this child and they fell down and worshipped. Why? Because it's a true and living God. Hello. It's been testified here tonight. And I remember when I went to church lost something came and knocked on my door. (laughs) As hard-headed as this Hensley was he got my attention. Hey, hey, hey boy. I knew it was God. Let me help you tonight. If you never acknowledge it, it's still God. If you never admit it, it's still God. God is the only one (laughs) that can read your mail like David testified to. He knows everything you've ever done, whether it's good or bad. Hello, you want me to tell you how much he loved you? He knows everything about you and still didn't kill you. Hello, that's love. Amen. I was preaching here one time about things that I did that my daddy didn't know that he'd probably kill me for. And I church, my daddy come up to me and said, Son, do I need to get caught up? I said, Daddy, if you think I need it, I'll bend over right here and you can lay it on me. Hello? Your heavenly Father knows everything about you. Those men walked into that room where that baby was, that star shining bright. They knew that that was the darling son of God. And they worshiped and they gave him the gifts that they had brought. What did you give to God tonight when you came to this service? Well, I put two dollars in the plate. That ain't what God was after. He's He your worship. Wonder how many days journey it was to where they had got to. Americans want it instant. Let's see. It's almost 8 o'clock. That's two hours we've been here. We're almost on overtime, ain't we? Most Christians say, hey, 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 8 o'clock Sunday night, let's go. 12 o'clock Sunday morning, let's get out of here. Right? How long did it take them to get to where they were at? That star was shining, they followed it, no matter how far it was, they went the journey. I didn't look it up to see how far it was between all the places they had to go, but listen to this, when it was said and done, when the wise man had worship, then God spoke to the daddy and said, all right, get that boy out of here. Because they're going to be coming looking for him. And they wanted to go back, and he said, no, 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 you can't go back there, you've got to go over here first. You know why I had to go over there? I got to finish killing this king, get him buried, and get him out of the way. I thought about this, Richard. That king wanted to kill him, and God killed the king. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. You want to mess with some of God's people and God's men and God's thing? ha, ha, ha. You might end up in a casket. I know an old boy built a gallows. Is going to hang a bunch of them, and he ended up hanging on it. Hello, <laughs> on the very same gallows that he was intended on hanging, the Jews he hung on it. See, God has a way of working it out. He can get you water fixed, food on your table. I like what the sis said tonight, and I hope everybody caught it. She didn't just sit down and cry about it. She done her part. Americans right now are so entitled generation that they just want to sit down at home, and God's going to pour it through the roof. And listen, they're going to waste it on righteous living and then go back to God and say, pour down again, God. Listen, when you get on fixed income, you know how much you're going to make. Guess what? You can't work overtime. Hello, you can't make overtime. You know what is coming at the end of the month. You better make plans. Amen. And a wise man will never spend all that he makes. (laughs) I had a lady right here in my own church. I've had to do this most of my life. When I made money, put money up, because I know next month you may not make that money. Well, it had rained four or five weeks, and I hadn't got to work, and I was still going out and eating, doing whatever I wanted to do. And she said, this is honest God's truth. She thought I was stealing church money. It happened right here in my church. I ain't talking about somebody else's. Where are you getting all your money? I said, Well what business is it of you where I got my money? So she had the church records pulled. Went and spent a hundred and fifty dollars of the church's money to get extra copies of every check that had ever been wrote at this church. Guess what? I've never wrote one, I've never signed one. She ain't here. Crowd that's with her ain't here either. Amen. The trouble of it was when I made money, I had enough sense to put some up. Yep. Yep. Hello? I was raised on a farm. Hello? You only got one crop a year. You hearing what I'm telling you? And you had to make that money? Last. Tobacco money comes all at one time. You take her up to the backer market. Whatever it brings is what you've got for a whole year. If it ain't enough to make it, you better add a little water in the soup. The gravy just got thinner. Hello? And you went out and killed some things so you'd have to eat. So she got all that settled. We got it all settled. They're no longer here. She still ain't figured out. I'm a jack of all trades. I make money on the side in a lot of different ways. I've trimmed trees, shoot horses, worked on cars. I laid up here on Mill Hill one year, put a, a Rambler transmission in. That was enclosed drive shaft. Anybody know what I'm talking about? One of the hardest things in the world, ever get lined up, laid on the ground, crawled on that car to make 75 extra dollars. Why? Because I had to feed a family. What I was making wasn't doing the job, so I climbed trees, trimmed trees, shoot horses, shoot as many as 12 head of horses on a Saturday. Yeah, I made as much on them one Saturday as I made all week, but it took me all week to recover from it. Don't expect God to just drop it in your lap and you waste it and go right back to God and say, God, hey, I ain't not go far enough. Cut back on your living standards. Amen. Amen. If you can't afford two biscuits, you better split the one you got with your wife. Hello? Better make sure she gets the biggest half. Let me tell you why. Because she's the one that cooked it. Better make sure she gets most of the gravy. Hello? <laughs> hey, I, I'm talking to some poor folks tonight. You ever made a pot of soup and hoped it, went, prayed, it lasted three days? ain't no poor people in here you're blessed you eat regular and most time eat whatever you want right they went to worship they left the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh there they followed the star they knew it was him when they got there because the Holy Ghost had already witnessed God had put the sign in the heaven and they knew it let me tell you how they knew it they'd studied the word of God how do you know that preacher? And it was prophesied by so and so. And it was prophesied. What are you saying? We read the script. We knew he was coming. We knew how he was coming. We knew the signs he was coming. And one thing before I close tonight. And they left another way. Do you ever come to church And just leave the same old way. If you did, you didn't worship. Now let me tell you something you may not know. Those three wise men could have been put to death because that was an order from the king. When they got caught up with, they were in danger of being killed. But see, God told them. (laughs) there's the secret God told them what's going to happen and they left another way God said you boys just go on this way I'll take care of this side I wonder how long it was before them three wise men knew the king was dead the threat was taken out now think about it tonight if we don't leave church different than when we came we surely didn't worship Right? Have you ever left church so tired because you had worship, you went home, and went to bed? <laughs> I have. Exhausted. Drained. But praying that God would do it again. Amen. That's the reason I showed back up that night, praying God would do it again. God, I don't want to miss it. You don't know why i show up? I don't want to miss it. I'm a hog. I want it. My preacher taught me that. He said, the trough's full, son, just get up there and root it. Get all you want. He said, now, them that don't want it, we'll get more because we're in the trough. How much do you want? Now, let me answer your question. How much did you worship? My darling sister Joanne said, I sat there and argued with God. And David had already prayed. And God was already moving. If she hadn't have done that, and David would still be lost, blood would be on her hands. Let me ask you something real quickly. I'm trying my best to close. What does it hurt to sing the song twice? I could hear amazing grace every service by every person in the building that can sing because they all sing it different. They all got emphasis on different sections and different parts. Their voices are different. So what does it hurt to mind God? Well, the preacher might get mad. Get rid of the preacher. Hello? Hello? If that preacher's in tune with God, he's begging them to mind God anyhow. And we want to stub up because we didn't really come to worship. How many left home today and you said, God, use me in the worship tonight. Let me not just go to church. Let me have church. When I leave, God, let me leave different than when I came. Let me leave a different way and expecting more every time. I come to church, I expect somebody to get saved. I look for it every week. <laughs> Everybody that sits on the church pew ain't saved. Everybody's name on the roll ain't saved. <laughs> And if they are saved, then some of them backslid. Amen. Some of them cold and indifferent on God. I got 19 points left in that message. Let's stand. Good place to unhook. Maybe I can at least get you to leave different than when you came. I want to help you tonight. If you're wise, you will leave different than when you came. No matter how long or how short the service was or how much singing or how much preaching, something was there for you. Did you eat your portion and did you give your part? As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed tonight and every Christian praying, somebody needs to pray in this altar tonight. God has already spoke to your heart. You need to make your way right now before Satan talks you out of it. Some are making their way. What about you? God, I came to worship you tonight. God, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, but I'm in this box tonight. God, I know I need to worship you and leave here different than when I came here. God, I've seen the star and I'm following it. What about you that's coming? Be serious and do business with God. Father, hear our cries tonight. Look into our hearts, Lord, and see us, Lord, as we are. Reveal unto us, God, the things that we need to change. Lord, let us be wise enough that we've heard the Spirit of God tonight. Lord, we've given effort, God, to follow you to the best of our ability. Father, we're going to leave here tonight different than when we came because we have met with the Master. He has changed our lives. Our lives have a meaning tonight because Jesus lives. He's not a dead Savior, He's alive. And he is changing our lives for the better, Lord. We want to be a light shining bright for the lost to see Jesus in us. Father, touch every heart that's in this altar, every person in this building tonight. God, that we will realize true worship comes to build him up, not tear him down. True worship, Lord, is unity in Christ Jesus. True worship comes from our heart, Lord, not from our head. God, we don't really know what to do, but we know, God, that you will show us what to do when we get here. Lord, we'd love to have a shout service, ever service. God, we'd like for people to be obedient. God, we'd like to see a movement of the Holy Ghost that the lost would get saved and the backslidden to get right. So let it be so, God, that it starts in me. You could be pleased with all that's being done, Father. We thank you now, Lord. We bless you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.